0: Hello, 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 and welcome to our second episode of the Tango Alpha Lima podcast, coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana. I am your essential every other Wednesday host, Mark Seavey, uh, formerly New Media Editor. As of today, I am now the Special Projects Council, which I don't know what that means either. Uh, but I'm also apparently the only person in America who has neither watched nor intends to watch the Tiger King documentary. So, you know, I, I do like your picture, though, Ashley. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, Ashley coming to us out of the D.C. area and Jeff from Hollywood, California. You can tell he's from Hollywood because of that, uh, that opulent and luxurious, as they say, uh, background he's got there. Not just anybody could have a whoopee and a haircut like that. That's, that's all Jeff. As always, we hope our podcast will inform, entertain, and amuse you, as well as educate you on some of the important issues going on in the military and veterans world Guys, hello. It's a wild world out there. Jeff, I see that you have uh, America's hottest commodity. So you must be doing hey, all let right. It,
1: well, let me tell you something. I'm out here in Los Angeles. The uh, Last week, as you know, I recorded from bed and I was comfortable. But I got scared this week. So now I'm in my Corona bunker with the original Marine Corps green screen. And I'm protecting the most precious commodity in America right now. I got this... TP at TJ. That's Trader Joe's. Uh they did not pay us for that, so that's not an endorsement. But I did find some TP and now I have to protect it down here in my bunker.
0: Nice. Nice. Ashley, uh you are no longer alone. How's I, everything going there?
2: I am not alone any longer. Hubby is home from his military training because I know, you know. All you cool cats and kittens out there are are checking in. If you are a a TV show enthusiast, you know I know that a lot of you are probably like not loving being inside all day and cooped up like a kitty in a cage. So that's the shout out to some pop culture going on in our uh, our Netflix lives. So I just gonna got this with my takeout dinner, supporting small businesses here in DC. While I was watching it. It was amazing. You also got right. crayons,
0: and you haven't you haven't colored it yet.
2: I know, but I don't want to put them in snacks. front of Jeff. See, this I is see why. snacks. This is why. <laughs> you want the red crayon? You want the red crayon? <laughs> I'll send Green it all the way to Cali flavor. for you.
1: <laughs> Green is my favorite flavor. Please.
2: Okay.
0: All right, our first story, which uh, apparently everyone under the sun is talking about, is the firing of Captain Brett Crozier, uh, most recently in charge of the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, the basic gist for the six people out there that haven't heard this already is that the <laughs> the captain of the Roosevelt, CVN 71 uh, put out... Uh, Email where he called for the Navy to help out his crew, many of whom had coronavirus. Um, That part uh, was fine. The problem is he also sent it to 20 other people. Somewhat predictably, it got picked up by the news. Um, So that was obviously bad, and then he was subsequently fired for that. And then, to make it even more interesting, I guess, because the story wasn't bad enough, the Secretary of the Navy decided to go out to the ship and say that he was too naive or stupid to have been a captain in the first place. Then uh, Modley, the Navy uh, secretary, apologized for that uh, somewhat belatedly. And then uh, yesterday, seeing the writing on the wall, he submitted his resignation, which has been formally uh, accepted. Now, my take on this is, is, uh, you know, I... I'm actually going to quote a a guy off Twitter here, uh, Brian McGrath, who's a former um, Navy commander as well, and he said, uh, to conclude, I hope that in his place I would have done what Crozier did. Had I, I would have known that it would have been the end of that command. And if I were in Modley's place, I would have likely done the exact same thing he did. Command is a unique position in the Navy, and an enormous amount of trust is placed in the CO. Crozier appears to have violated that trust. The optics and the narrative are terrible for the Navy right now, and it occurs to me that there were other right paths Modley could have taken, but I do not fault him for the decision he made. Now, huh. McGrath was referring specifically to the firing. The subsequent actions where he right. called the the CO too stupid or too naive to be in command of a ship, uh, I think that was a pretty uh, clear crossing of the Rubicon. Ashley, what do you think about this whole thing?
2: So I, I find it incredibly ironic because I was following this and I was reading just the the phrases that he that he chose to speak on an intercom, not like, you know, in front of a formation or anything really formal. It was just kind of this blurb of randomness. And for him to just vividly say like, oh, well, you're too naive or this, this, and that to have let everything go out into the media, it's kind of ironic because if you didn't think that somebody was going to record or be like what the hell is this excuse me but like and then go forward and like record and share i mean we live in the digital world that's just kind of a given and i could not believe the 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 hellfire that reigned there thereafter i mean i've never seen anything quite like it on social media from
0: from everywhere petitions everywhere. i
2: mean people were losing their minds and yeah. rightfully so I was, oh sorry go ahead jeff
1: I was going to say like in Hollywood there are two things that I they notice. Number 1, you got to know your audience. They get, they gave that man a roaring exit on that ship. He was their hero. Then this guy comes in thinking he's going to PR this up speaking to those people who gave him a standing ovation round of like they gave him a hero send-off and uh, then he goes and calls their hero a stupid and or naive that's lesson number one. Lesson number two is this. And we have this uh, uh, award show that not everyone watches. It's called the Razzies, and it's for bad acting. This guy was the acting secretary, so I am nominating him for a Razzie for really, really crappy
0: acting. Yeah. How about re- how about you read the room? I mean, it, it's not that difficult. Like, how how far down the spectrum do you need to be to not realize that everyone you're just talking to right now? was basically worshiping the captain the day before and somehow you thought this was going to land
2: somebody came in incredible somebody came into my my chain of command and was just just started barking random stuff at me and i'll just be like first of all like my mission is to take care of my soldiers like that's that's a part of my nco creed like i will you know like wow i just
0: yeah, I think my s- sneaky favorite part is the fact that he tried to do it on the intercom too because at least if you're going to give this insane speech to a formation, you can count on there being enough professional people that they're all just going to adopt the thousand-yard stare and look past you. But when you're doing it over the intercom, what did they think that all these sailors were doing as this was going on? Everybody was looking around like, are you kidding
2: me with this right now? Exactly. Yeah, what I I probably would have too. I'd be like, what is happening right now? so
0: jeff you got anything to add on this one
1: i mean beyond the the bad acting if you if you go to the captain and and i could see it i could see it both ways i could see him uh you know defending and trying to protect the the, his crew Uh, but on the other hand i remember being on a ship I could barely—I was barely allowed to say that I was on the ship because me saying that I was on the ship meant that there were Marines on the ship, and saying that there are Marines on the ship is OPSEC violation. So uh, I can see both sides, but at the same time, you—you are—you're decreasing the readiness by having an entire ship sick. Yeah. So there was—there was some desperation, but he's also a nuclear ship and he's but he knows what requesting mast is if somebody above him didn't listen he could have just kept going up i mean it's I, I can see both sides and but the reality is is that these things are are strict and being right doesn't always seem right but in the bigger picture we just don't have room in the military uh to not follow procedure yeah so th- Yep. So he was a hero he was a hero for doing it. He pro- he knew the second he did it I'm sure that there were going to be the the consequences that happened, but he did it anyway. Right. So that that makes him and he's and he's still a captain in the navy. I just yep, don't maybe. think he's going to I think he's never going to see that admiral star, but
0: no, I, I would have a hard time believing he would. <laughs> All right. Topic number 2. And we will go to you, Jeff. What do you got for us?
1: All right, so not everyone's living in a bunker like me. There are legionnaires out there still legioning. And some of the ways that they're doing it are with uh, buddy checks and blood drives and uh, delivering food. I will speak to Hollywood Post 43, A, because I love my home post, and B, because I kind of know what they're doing. So, uh, we recently had a blood drive with the UCLA Blood and Platelet Center and uh, everything, was, everything was following the rules. We social distanced, we waited in line outside, uh, they were cleaning up in between, everyone was wearing masks. It was a beautiful, wonderful thing. 65 pints of life-saving blood, which was great. And we've also recently started doing buddy checks and we started with our most vulnerable and with our members from Vietnam era and previous and we're doing it in waves because we're a big post. And for other posts out there, I, I hope that people are doing buddy checks. And there are resources available if you don't really know what to do. Legion.org has a couple of great ones. And when we get on the um, the Facebook uh, follow-up chat where we continue the conversation, I can link some of those in that conversation there for everyone to uh, to do. And and it's it's just so simple and in fact i know my home state michigan made a buddy check recently to somebody didn't they
0: Well, uh, yeah they they've been they've been doing all kinds of different things but i i mean we i don't i don't know specifically what some posts are doing i can only speak to the ones that i'm seeing but i know like my wife has spent probably 5 hours every night sewing masks for the local hospitals and that's something that you know if you know how to sew obviously that's useful but Ashley, what are some of the other things you're seeing people doing out there?
2: So um, I've been I've been watching a lot of care packages. Um, just kind of monitoring the, the social media space. There's just been so many people who have stepped up in so many ways, from small business owners to kind of opening up their, their product line or you know creating something new. And I'm really excited because I, I think. Through this entire pandemic, there's going to be a lot of companies, there's going to be a lot of people who, who really showcase like what Americans can do for one another from just a business and entrepreneurial standpoint. Um, so, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of care packages um, from, you know, the Legion standpoint. I've been watching a lot of great good news stories from folks who are, you know, visiting each other, um, like in having conversations like through, you know, their glass doors and you know delivering <laughs> food and then kind of knocking yeah. and running kind of thing. Um, but it's been really uplifting and a lot of the social media both between funny memes and of course right and um you know joe exotic and, <laughs> and the uh and just the legion space like i've just been watching a lot of people come together over some some interesting things so i i'm, I'm very positive uh but I'm, I'm really happy with everything that the american legion has been doing um yeah, that's the. sorry. I just I keep thinking about this drawing of Joe Exotic. And I, I just watched the whole thing last night. Everybody. So.
0: You know, you were talking about, you know, veterans and kind of understanding the coronavirus to a certain extent. I, I got a, uh, a list the other day and I'll leave it to you to decide whether this list is about coronavirus currently or whether it was your time in the military, but <laughs> n- never any toilet paper lots of tinned food being told what to do all the time ordered into groups or defined size of groups watching everyone around you panic constant instructions which are always changing information which is out of date by the time you get it being told what to do in your free time standing in long lines to get food carrying a mask around all the time your weekend plans are all buggered up and your favorite bars are all off limits now who among us hasn't gone through that one in the military
1: (laughs) that is uh that is now everybody in now everybody in the civilian world kind of gets a little taste right. and, so uh, so you
0: always thought about joining the military? Welcome. <laughs> How are you enjoying it so far? <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Hurry yeah. up and wait. Minus the fact that at your house you actually have uh, d- you know decent sleeping and you're not out in the mud and you've got internet. Like pretty much nails it across the board on the rest of it.
2: And there's so many resources, classes, people that are just opening up like just ample amount of resources, creative projects. I have just been so shocked at the amount of free stuff, like subscriptions. I'm like, Psh, throw it all my way. I will take all of these classes. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> so. Well, and the downtime's not horrible either. I actually, uh, now that I you know work from home, obviously, my commute is zero. So I save that time. But uh, like yesterday, I strapped on. Uh, my body armor in a ruck and went out for about five miles. So, yeah, and it, you know, it, it kind of felt good to get back into the uh, into the old lifestyle, I guess. Hmm. So topic number three, we will go to you, Ashley. What do you got for us today?
2: All right. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about um, the Coronavirus Aid Relief Economic Security Act or the CARES Act. So there's been a lot of questions out there and I've been monitoring um, social media. I know like. Stars and Stripes, Military Times, everyone is like, okay, I'm a veteran, maybe I'm disabled or not. Like, do I qualify for stimulus checks? And that's been a big question. Um, so, you know, I did a little bit of research and I just wanted to encourage folks to like, if you have, you know, if you have some time, check out the, um, the, the Senate bill that, that went through because there's, there's so much stuff in there. And also encouraging people to go onto the IRS website because the economic impact payments like what you need to know it's all there and i want to just like just kind of put it out there. there's a there is misinformation out there and just to be aware what right so there's misinformation out there and i want to encourage folks to you know follow accredited uh, accredited sites account like you know, blue check verified sites on your social media for the most part, right? So like, Bachelor's Benefit Administration to the VA to, you know, following, you know, the IRS, uh, the Center of Disease Control, like CDC, following these, um, following these platforms is gonna help you get the most accurate information in time and place. So I know for a lot of folks, they've been curious about, like, who's eligible for this economic impact payment. So, you know, your tax filers, um, you know, As a tax filer, there is a whole slew of information. So, for example, how will the IRS know to send me a payment? How and who is eligible? So, as a veteran, like, okay, if I'm 100% disabled, like, if I get VA benefits, like, how does that affect me, right? So, there's these questions. And I just want to, you know, comfort people because, you know, with the COVID-19 stimulus package, like, as income, you're going to uh, receive you know, a, a stimulus like package or um, a stimulus check. So essentially like your direct stimulus will not be counted as income or resources for the purposes of like determining your eligibility for VA benefits. Like I found that out and I was like, what? So cause I've had yeah. people come ask me, they're like, well, I'm hundred percent disabled. And like, maybe I don't file taxes. I'm telling you get online and check out the IRS eligibility to see like what you qualify for. And, you know, be wary. Again, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So that's what I wanted to kind of share with everyone today is that there's just so much out there. Just be cognizant of like what sites you're going to, um, but really check out, you know, if you wanna know more I'm serious, like go and type in to your Google or whatever search whatever search uh, browser of your choice and look up details for the coronavirus relief bill or the CARES Act. I know NPR did a really, really great story. Um, in addition, like you can look at the text of everything that's supposed to be in that, um, that, everything that's in that act and it will break it down by category from small business to individual and vice versa. So that's just kind of one I wanted to share with you all.
1: Jeff. Well, the 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 big the big worry I have right now is uh, there's there's two problems there's misinformation and there's information overload and a lot of people have specific questions and they're not going to read the entire bill uh, I do know that the American Legion went to Capitol Hill to talk about people getting uh, veterans benefits and and trying to get the IRS to use that system to qualify veterans so that they don't have to go and fill out a uh, fill out a, a 2018 form when they weren't required to fill out a 2018 form because they didn't make enough money. Um, so I, I think I think the, some of the resources we need to go to probably uh, start start at the Legion, but a, and and I would say that the IRS is that was an excellent suggestion, Ashley, because a lot of people will think to go look at the legislation, but really it's the implementation of the, of the of the legislation and the IRS has taken the point on that. And they're the ones that can slow it down uh, for specific groups. So staying abreast of that and um, and possibly checking with the, the Legion site and then uh, bugging your representatives to make sure that those things are are being enacted for our favor.
0: Yep. As a guy who uh, worked as a lobbyist for many years, yeah, you don't really wanna read the bill because that's not gonna be nearly as impl- important as the implementation with the regulations and everything else. So I I second the, uh, the IRS. <clears throat> Let's go to our rapid fire. And we've got uh, three rapid fire here, uh, three rapid fire stories. We're gonna go with- um, pew, pew, pew. Crazy Guy, Tough Guy, and Traveling Guy. So let's start with the. We have a theme. The crazy, yeah, we got a theme today. Uh, We'll start with Crazy Guy, and this is probably sneaky, my favorite story possibly of all time. And it comes to us from USA Today. And the title is enough to confuse you right off the bat. California engineer ran train off the end of the rail tracks in attempted attacks on the U.S. Navy ship Mercy in Los Angeles, the DOJ says. A California man faces federal charges after officials allege he ran a train at full speed off the end of the rail tracks near the U.S. naval ship Mercy, the 1,000-bed floating hospital that arrived in L.A. last week amid the pandemic. Moreno, that's this Eduardo Moreno, 44 of San Pedro, told law enforcement officers, officers quote he intentionally derailed and crashed the train near the mercy end quote the train he was uh, conducting crashed through several barriers and came to arrest and his purported reason for doing all this is that he uh wanted to alert people of the threat of i guess a global takeover and he said you only get this chance once and the whole world is washing i had to people don't know what's going on here and now they will now, generally speaking, have you ever heard of a more ineffective attempt at attacking a Navy ship than using a train? Jeff, I'll go to you.
1: Well, um, every pun that I'm about to say is intended. I have tracked this story, and this guy's motives were crazy. They were loco motives. Mm. And as Holly pointed out earlier, this guy is off the rails. For, and he's a. An, he, I don't know if he's aware that uh, tracks don't go into the water,
0: so I I, I
1: don't really <laughs> understand the attack.
0: Not particularly familiar with the concept of gravity either. If you thought that you could get a train up going enough that the hyperbole would take you out into the port of Los Angeles <laughs> to hit a navy ship, I mean that so is the hydroplane. That, that is some that is some trucking right there. Ashley, what do you think about Mr. Eduardo Moreno? So
2: I'm just gonna quote John Stamos: Have mercy, like. <laughs> Come on, people! Like this is crazy. You like that? You like that, Jeff? Have mercy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look. I'm have to
1: look that. Ba- I'm to have to look that one up. I'm unfamiliar with that quote. So.
2: You're not familiar. Full House. John Stamos who <sighs> plays Uncle Jesse. <laughs> I played oh, outside. First crush ever. Anyway, <laughs> I,
0: I had friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in a military school and we didn't have a TV. That's my excuse for missing everything between 1987 wow. and like 95 i guess missed
2: out i'm sure that there's some free subscription right now that will allow you to watch that
0: (laughs) oh you know i'm too busy i'm too busy putting off watching the tiger king documentary i can't (laughs) i can't put off watching more than one thing at a time i'm I'm just trying to limit myself uh my second story here is uh entitled oregon veteran 95 years old beats coronavirus and uh i'm just gonna kind of go right to the quote but it's bill kelly of mcminnville oregon and uh his granddaughter said grandpa bill's pretty hardcore and i kind of got to agree with him because his quote was i survived the foxholes of guam in world war ii i can get through this coronavirus bull bleep what do you think of that quote is that pretty hardcore or what
1: oh he's that guy (laughs) think about this though his parents survived the spanish flu and probably grew up telling him and he's probably right now going I've been training for this my whole life yeah and uh, he's ready he's ready to go and whatever he's he should have a YouTube channel because I'm gonna do whatever he's doing.
0: yeah he, he's officially that guy that's like back in my day we walked backwards seven miles through snow to get to school That dude lives it lives it
2: probably like you know tall glass and oj a little bit of a little bit of walking you'll be fine kid you'll be fine like i just yeah I just imagine the advice that he's giving like that's eh, cool <laughs> he
1: probably had he probably caught worse in the foxholes and they just didn't diagnose it
0: probably yeah at least guam didn't tip over while he was there so he's got that going for him that's a call back to a congressman if you don't know look that one up <laughs> All right, and our last story is uh, Traveling Man. Now, as you know, coronavirus uh, has really hit the Pacific Northwest pretty hard. And one of the most famous residents of the Pacific Northwest has been cited in, uh, what is this thing called? It was uh, Turkey Mountain, apparently, in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, the River Parks Authority put out this memorandum, which was pretty good. With regards to the reported sightings of a large, unidentified mammal dubbed Social Distance Sasquatch at Turkey Mountain, we acknowledge the timing of the statement is not ideal, given that it came out on April Fool's Day. Uh, We have looked into the matter and find no credible information to affirm the appearance of a Bigfoot at Turkey Mountain. Is this... If I had read this story first in the engineer ran the train off to attack the navy ship to draw attention to the fact that the government is lying to us about bigfoot in tulsa oklahoma would you believe that
2: <laughs> can i can i just start <laughs> so you know all those cool cats and kittens you know who else is in oklahoma
0: <laughs> that guy is
2: <laughs> sorry good i could have been more perfect I think that's, like, this is so bizarre, like, such a bizarre lineup of all of the, all of our stories. I just,
0: I mean, if you're Bigfoot, are you going to go to Tulsa? Like, there's nothing wrong with Tulsa, but.
2: I'm going to, I'm going to Canada. I'm going up to the, I'm going up to the Greenwood. I'm getting the heck out, like.
0: I'm going to to Minnesota. I'm going to, I'm going to spend my days in the boundary waters up there because they. People can only canoe in, like, groups of 10. And if you're a Bigfoot, you can take out 10 people, I'm thinking.
1: No, he went from Oregon to Oklahoma, right? Right. So, I mean, Sasquatch, Sasquatch, Sasquatches are big fellas. I imagine his foot pace isn't that great. And I don't think he's getting on a plane or a train or an automobiles, movie reference. And I, uh, I, I don't know how he got there. I don't know how we chose his destination is he reading a lot is he looking up destinations on right. uh, the interwebs yeah why would he be there and this not is where a great we... maybe he was for looking Trump for new Austin. zoos
2: i don't know maybe he was looking for you know maybe he's got a cat fetish who knows he was just maybe going maybe he's out there.
1: investigating carol <laughs> bass or what's her name carol what <laughs> is it uh, carol
2: ba- i think it's carol bassin
1: baskin carol baskin yeah.
2: uh, she's in florida they they should, should, maybe that's where he'll go
1: next least, yeah maybe that's it. he's on his way I think we should make him the meme for social distancing since that's yeah. in his new
0: nickname. Social and distance I has think much. this would be a great thing. I just have a bigger problem with him going all the way from Washington to Tulsa. Like, you oh, have Washington, to Washington, walk... Oregon. Yeah, Washington. You have to go through some pretty sketchy states where there's high gun ownership and a lot of mountains. Like, I'm going to think you don't really want to go through Colorado or Utah or any of those places right now and on top of that, why would a Bigfoot travel south for the summer? That just makes no sense to me. I mean, I'm not disputing <laughs> the Turkey Mountain sight, sightings here. I, I 100% think he is down there, but it's just there's so many questions, and I wish some of these reporters would just go down there and find him and talk to him because I need to know. It's, I need answers. I'm, follow, I'm
1: following the money as an economics-educated uh, man, and I want to know these people at Turkey Mountain – who are promoting tourism i want to know where they were when all of these stories came out i want to check their computers because
0: i feel like something shady is happening and people are making money this is, is this has got to be a boon for turkey mountain though right i mean every <laughs> right every knucklehead with a six-pack in him is running around the urban center of tulsa <laughs> looking hey, have you seen a seven foot hairy guy
1: like now oh I and they not. and they all will have they all will have seen it
0: oh right i mean you can't go looking for something to be like, no, nah, I didn't find it. I just wasted two weeks of my life. you got to be like, I caught glimpses of him. He was moving really fast. So, all right. Jeff, you got any shout-outs today? I mean, I, I want to
1: shout-out seriously to all of the first responders out there. I saw someone um, adding... A, nurses and doctors to you know one of those photos where they show police and fire and military people and they they kind of tucked those they kind of tucked those individuals in there as well and i 100 percent concur in this moment they're out there in the front line and facing looking at death um every day and and trying to save people and i would issue them a cape when this is all over and i I say that kind of lightly, but I hundred percent believe it. Ashley, what do you got?
2: <sighs> Jeff took mine, so. <laughs> Sorry. I think what's really important is um, I just want to give a shout out to all the business owners and entrepreneurs out there. I know there's a lot of contractors, freelancers. There's a lot of uh, folks I know here in DC and all across the country that have had to close their doors, and um, I just, you know. I want you to continue to be creative, don't lose hope, like look up SBA loans, uh, emergency loans, like look up and figure out what your resources are because there are options out there for you. So don't lose hope because you are building America and it's incredibly important that you keep the faith. And for those out there to continue to support small businesses in the COVID-19 pandemic, because the end of the day like we have to support our brothers and sisters and we do have a significant amount of veteran entrepreneurship and business owners out there so I just want to give a shout out to all the folks out there who are just kind of grinding it out right now and you know unfortunately some are filing for unemployment. like keep the hope keep the faith um, but that's who I want to dedicate a, a shout out to this week
0: yeah I'm gonna kind of echo that and then add another one but like uh, you know I know that I had my air conditioning uh, checked yesterday they came and did the routine thing and i'm all for uh like you were talking about small business local businesses i try to order out food as much as i plausibly can uh just because you know i'm doing all right i work for the american legion and they are treating me spectacularly like they always have um so i'm trying to pass it around so between you know people that actually have to go out there the people's the automobile mechanics are still working and everyone else but i want to give a special shout out uh, i am a notorious hater of phone calls absolutely despise phone calls even when my wife and i were just dating and she lived in texas and i lived in dc i would limit her to 15 minutes because that's how much i hate telephone calls and yeah i i, I can't i i just i you know i hope like, that I, was
1: only with phone calls
0: it was just phone <laughs> Yes. Yeah. you know like i'll i'll visit with anybody i just for some reason hate the phone call but two nights ago as i was getting ready for bed at the uh, ripe hour of 7 p.m uh I got a phone call, a buddy check from the adjutant from the Department of California, Paul Brown, and honestly, it really made me feel good. Uh, it kind of surprised me how good it made. it made me feel a little less lonely and isolated. I mean, I have my family, and they keep me occupied, but it's nice connecting with other people, and even if you do it with your friends on text message, uh, which you know we're all sending memes around and everything else, but just make sure that if people aren't responding, you keep hitting them up because it, whether you whether they express it or not, it's great to know other people are out there. And just as a, a conclusion here, Jeff had alluded to the fact that um, we're going to continue the conversation on the American Legion's Facebook page. Um, pull up American Legion National Headquarters Facebook page and you'll see us on there. And we'd love to see if you have any uh, topics through the week that you want to share, by all means, send them to me because that uh, cuts down on my work. If you have any questions, I know there was uh, some people that were like uh, asking where our Navy guy was or our Air Force person was. We'll, we're going to have guests sooner or later. Uh, when By the time you get completely bored with us, we'll start having people on to spice it up. But for now, we're what you got. So uh, we hope you like it. Everyone stay safe out there. Have a good time. Jeff, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate everything you've done.